Welcome back to Dark Dish Radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people are saying, what kind of show is this? I haven't quite decided. They're going to wonder <laughs> what the app is up. What is, what's the frequency, Kenneth? I keep singing that this morning. You'll have to forgive me. I'm old. Uh, yeah, welcome back. This is, uh, I'm not sure when we'll get this show uploaded. We've been having some technical difficulties with our video editing software. And the video editor. She's been incarcerated. Yes, I just got out of the poke. No. Um, anyway. Yeah, no, we've been having some difficulties, but uh, we're getting through it. We're working through it. In the meantime, in the interim, we decided to do a show a little bit different, a little bit more, less crime scene and more X-Files, if you will. Yes, I'm, I'm actually excited about this. I am too. And that's always a sign that this will be a terrible show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why do you always have to pee in the punch bowl, Jen? <laughs> that's what I'm good at. So, <laughs> no, she and I were just, you know, shooting the breeze the other day. And we said, what is going on right now with all these UFO sightings? Yeah. Something is, something foul is afoot, if you ask me. Yeah, something weird is going on. I had just read, and I, I didn't realize this, that in the past 27 years, and I don't know what's special about that number, but the past 27 years, the Department of Defense has tracked more than 800, almost 1,000 cases of UFO aerial phenomena. And I'm not talking, you know, some goofball that lives in the middle of nowhere who thinks they saw something. I'm talking... You know, pretty substantial evidence to suggest that something is going on. Is that right? And apparently only two to five percent of them were they able to explain. (gasps) Yeah, that's what's even more disconcerting. Now, this most recent one, of course, this was in Las Vegas. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what what have you discerned from the whole situation? What did you learn about it? Uh. Well, I didn't pay much attention because, you know, it's somebody throwing this something like that out every now and again. And, you know, you kind of shrug it off. I don't know either. I I, admittedly, I have to admit, I'll be the bad guy, that when you listen to the 911 call, I put myself in the position of the 911 operator in that moment. And I have to think that, you know, 911 operators get a lot of crazy calls. That's true. Yeah. Good and bad. I mean, well, rarely good, obviously, but I'm sure that there are plenty that they just say, you know, this is, I'm not even going to entertain this. When I listened to him speaking, the gentleman that called about said 10 foot tall, whatever creature, Mm -hmm. I just, I just thought I'm something is not, I, I'm not saying that he sat down and said, I'm going to perpetuate this big, crazy story, but I felt something was off in his delivery. Now, it could just be that he was freaked out and he didn't exactly sound like he had his, you know, shit together. But it, it just, I don't know, something about it seemed also because, at least from what I understand, I've never heard of a case quite that dramatic. I mean, 10 feet tall. Yeah, I think and he didn't he say between eight and ten feet. Either way, he basically asserted that the Harlem Globetrotters got off of a ship, (laughs) 
and entered his backyard. You know, I don't know. I don't I don't know what it was, but um, they certainly took it seriously enough to, you know. Now, did you see the video? I have not seen the video of that. The police officers, once they got to the home, they opened the gate. This is from the, the badge cam. It goes black. They black they blackened it out. They darkened it. And then they, the, the, the reason for that that they gave was, oh, it was pri- private property. You know, how many police cameras have we seen where they go into a backyard that they don't shut off because of private property? You know what I'm saying? I can attest to that. Having transcribed uh, for a certain company, a lot of that acts on body cam footage. Yes. yes. It is. Mm-hmm. I cannot count a single time that I have transcribed those videos and ever. I, I have no recollection of them ever um, blacking out the video, the audio. They will mute the audio. They do mute from time to time. Sure. But oh, wow. That's the, fascinating. Yeah. And, and I always get a little sus when they do that because I'm, you know, what's going on? Um, nice. But the video feed, I've, I've never seen that go black. So that is. Yeah, and then they did. Somebody from the, I don't know where, higher up somewhere, came. Did you see this? Where they put up what they said were cameras for, okay. the, quote, for the, quote, family safety. <clears throat> Before the family let this information out to the public, it's just the timeline of everything mm-hmm. is very suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I heard this, I thought, show me the video, show me what you have. You know, no one's going anywhere without their cell phone. Mm -hmm. The family just released their own video and you can tell they're afraid. And there are a couple of people ahead of the person with the phone who's videotaping. And they said it's in a backhoe or something of that nature. And these beings were inside this backhoe. Now, when you're hearing this, right, you're like, what? Come on. There's they zoom in on it as best they can and they keep running off and they keep going back. You can see what looks like now. It could be a hoax, of course. It looks like this giant head and it's, I think it blinked. You can see the eye. Then there's another video from the same phone, same angle, but that another YouTuber noticed right as they're going in this fence, there is what looks like a head crouching down, looking through the fence. Um, I had my son look at it when he's like, yeah, that's fake. But he's not one to really stick around and see, you know, as much as I'm willing to see. So according, apparently, to the Jerusalem Post, because I was reading something there, that particular April 30th, the, the streak of light, at least, as for that part, the I guess it was the American Meteorological Society or something like that, that was just a meteor. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That could be. I'm not so much concerned about that as these creatures because they still haven't been explained away. And and that's really what we're focusing on here. I mean, the, the light in the sky, we hear about that a lot. And that, that usually can be explained. You know, we hear everything from, again, meteors or weather balloons or some type of, you know, test that the military is conducting, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I and I'm cool with all that. But if you start seeing things walk in your backyard, <laughs> like, giant like, heads, yeah, like yeah. they're going to do some landscaping for you in the garage. There, they're getting up the tractor. I, 
I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> They're in the back hole. They're in well, the back hole. What, what I had initially thought that was that it was a meteor as well. And well, somebody brought up the point that would this family that reported this wait for a meteor to fall to Earth in Las Vegas where they're living right. to, to come up with this ex- extremely strange story? Oh, I think it makes perfect sense. I, I wait for them all the yeah. time. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to say that. She's she's always pausing like, is she being serious right now? Or That's what? because you're not serious sometimes. Sometimes I'm not. No, but truthfully, no. you're right. That that The likelihood of that, or just, even if they just on a whim said, oh, there was a meteor. Hey, I have an idea. You know, that... <laughs> it, it seems... It seems pretty incredulous. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because I I think I read, and this is a big number here, but at least 95%, and statistics vary, obviously, but at least 95% of people in America have at least heard or read something, have some understanding of a UFO or the idea of a UFO. And more than half of them believe they're completely legitimate. Fifty-seven percent of Americans. Do you? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I know you're afraid of aliens, though. Well, here and, we, and she and I have talked about this. So Travis Walton, of course, that you may yeah. or may not be familiar with, and they made the film Fire in the Sky about his experience being abducted and then returned subsequently to Earth. And I will say this: obviously, Hollywood did their thing. And very much dramatized that film. I mean, they added all kinds of stuff that Travis said. Oh, yeah. Ever scary, scary pods and, and oh, probing. And probing in the eye. And I just, spoiler alert, it's an ancient movie. But anyway, and I, and I remember as a, I think I was, I don't know, 1920, whenever that movie came out. Mm-hmm. And just thinking, okay, no, 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 this, no. And I was... <laughs> mortified and at the time i was living in the south and my uh fiance and i at the time were driving across the lake it was four o'clock in the morning and i saw this green flash go across the lake in the sky and my intellectual or logical brain of which i have very little was sitting there trying to discern what that must have been (laughs) nope (laughs) <laughs> what that must have been what it could have been and i trust me this was not somebody who wanted this to be alien i was thinking i was thinking oh my maybe hey let's look on the bright side maybe it's the apocalypse i wanted it to be anything <laughs> but aliens after seeing that film and then uh, to this day could it have been a meteor i i've never heard of them i don't think described as green so much but maybe it was i don't know i think it, yeah they said it was green okay well that's refreshing well yeah Uh, and i've only had well this isn't a story for another show my my parents who are unlike me and not they were not into paranormal they don't care about any of it they're more socialites and you know real world what straight laced yeah they're basically um they're just boring anyway they saw something on the night that i was conceived (laughs) oddly they had been parking and um and they had to drive back from another city and they were they were followed uh (laughs) even like before my dad died i i questioned him he 
I said, do you remember that? Oh, he goes, yeah, I do. And now my mom did say, I said, what, did you ever see him that afraid? And she said, no, I've never seen him that afraid before or after. So, yeah, there's weird stuff out there because I wouldn't believe, you know, if somebody else were to say, oh, I was followed by a light. But my dad and my mom saying it. Yeah, I kind of, you know. Aside from the obvious uh, strangeness of that story, I do have to interject one question. Yeah. Why were your parents parking right before you were born? I'm very confused. They were, well, she didn't give birth that night. I thought that's what you were saying. They were on the way to the hospital. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I thought, wow, they weren't wasting. They were like, let's just do this. <laughs> okay, that makes let's way more sense. This, let's get this labor started. <laughs> let's get it started. And no better way than a little Teddy Pendergrass in the back of the car. I didn't know where you were going with that story. Okay, so. No, they were, they were, it was around the time of the moon landing. Oddly. Okay. They were just out in an, in another city, largely 25, 30 minutes from our hometown. They were driving home. It was night. They were taking the back roads. So the country, all in the country. And this thing sped up when they sped up. It stopped when they stopped. It turned when they turned. He was going 80 at one point. They were terrified. So there's there's there are things that I think are out there. And I kind of, you know, I want to hear what happened in this situation yeah. so yes and, and and check the family out and the 16 year old boy who had filmed the video said he just recently came out now he's being bullied online big time oh wow but, mm -hmm. so he just came out and said i am going to stick to my story i am done talking about it I, if you believe me you believe me if you don't you don't i'm done and that was it well, right. And how often do we hear that? We heard that, especially uh, going back to our Flatwoods episode, the Flatwoods monster. Mm -hmm. The idea that, look, you can believe what you want. Cool. I know what I saw and I can't explain what I saw. And I don't necessarily have to. I don't, I don't have any way of changing your mind, whoever you are. So personal experience, you know, you can't you can't you can't force that on someone. They're either willing to accept what you say or, and they don't have to accept it. But as you said, I, I think it's just as illogical to say that there are a hundred percent is something as it is to say there are a hundred percent is not something. Oh, so true. That is so true. And, well, and we've, we've been seeing this since the, I mean, honestly, since the dawn of man, I mean, people even point to biblical references, the wheel in the sky, the yes, idea yeah. that there have been alien uh, phenomena of some type since, you know, again, to the dawn of civilization. And these days we can explain a lot of things away, but maybe we do so too often. Maybe we're so quick to do that. Maybe people like me who are terrified of the idea mm -hmm. just say, oh, no, it, was, it was the wind, you know, <laughs> whatever right? it is, because that's easier than accepting. And, and here's the other question. If there is this alien life, if it does exist, why is there this instant assumption that it's got to be bad in some way? Right. And that's where uh, some uh, there's a woman named. So she's passed recently. Dorothy. What was her name? Hamill. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then now there's also Dr. Greer, who is a medical doctor. 
And it's Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Now, again, I'm watching it. I am completely skeptical. These people are claiming that they can go out, they can meditate, and they gather around. And sure enough, there are these weird lights that are not satellites. They're not the ISS. They're not, they can tell these things apart. They have night vision. It's fascinating to see what these lights do. So if anybody's interested in that, I would recommend watching Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. It's with Dr. Greer, G-R-E-E-R. And it's the CE5 project or something like that. Well, and to your point earlier, I think you're referring to Dorothy Isaac uh, capturing the light. That's the, the one. The special. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, Dorothy had, I think, 30,000 feet of film. Yes, uh, she did. Mm-hmm. Yes, she had. And this was an unassuming older woman. This wasn't somebody out there. Hey, I'm going to be a big media star and I'm going to rack in all this money from notoriety, right. whether it's good or bad. No, this was somebody who said, look, I, I this is my experience. And, you know, you and I have talked many times about as this relates to because it is under the umbrella of paranormal phenomena. Mm-hmm. uh other methods of recording phenomena, when we talk about in ghost hunting, you hear a lot about EVP, of course, electronic voice phenomena or phenomenon, depending. And one of the women involved in that, Sarah Estep, same thing. She actually created the classification system for EVP from mm-hmm. best to least discernible. And she was a school teacher. She was, by all accounts, somebody that no one would ever have known. She had no interest in being well-known or being popular. In fact, After speaking with Sarah, she was still shocked anyone even used her classification system. But she had thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of recordings that she knew in her heart and soul and everything that she was, that she was communicating not only with spirits, but she believed beings of from other galaxies. She firmly believed this. I did not know she thought that, that she was communicating with something otherworldly. Yeah, she actually did believe that a lot of it was alien phenomena. And she, and and what was kind of beautiful about it is she was very peaceful about it. She was a very mild-mannered woman uh, in her, you know, in her later years and she said um she basically expressed that it was benevolent in nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The messages were not threatening, the messages were not harmful. And this is why I think now you know, we tend to anthropomorphize everything. Yeah. And I don't pretend to know what an alien species would be like in any way. But anytime you see a film done that, you know, shows an alien of any ilk and it shows us doing something terrible to them, I, it hurts me because I believe that's probably something we would do. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then we would pay terribly for it. <laughs> yeah. God only knows. But we also, I don't. Well, yeah, but I also I don't want us to do that. I think it's look if aliens exist, I think it's fascinating. But admittedly, I am very fearful of the the concept. I, I or the idea it it does scare me. Well, and Dorothy Isaac said these are beings of light. When they would communicate with her, we are not here to harm you. However, you know it sounded like they could. Obviously, they they are more advanced, um, right? Technologically, but she said they're not here for that. Now, I can't remember if it was her or it was Dr. Greer with the CE5 group that said these are beings of light. They had communicated that they we are basically screwing up the universe. And in turn, it's screwing it up for them. 
I mean, I can see that. I mean, they just found plastic on other planets. Maybe this alien intellect has the ability to to see through our charade and see that, look, we are a very, very, very destructive species, uh, a race of beings ourselves. Uh, we continuously and for no good reason uh, destroy one another. Um, yeah. And yeah. our planet as well. But I hope, I guess my hope is that they can also see those of us who really don't want that. So I was watching something last night on it. And it was one of these CE5 people. And she said, she's trying so hard to let them know we're not all like this. You know, many right. of us want peace. And, and so I don't know what to make of it. I've thought about it. I thought, hmm, maybe I should try to meditate and see what I can see off my balcony. I'll let you know. I, uh, I've, I've been on my balcony, uh, on our upper deck on occasion, I've seen a bar fight or two, but I don't <laughs> know. Great. In that. Uh, no, mm -hmm. I, 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 I do think, uh, you know, look, I live in the West and we have these wide open skies and sometimes they're a yes. little too wide open for my taste. And I'm not that far from certain deserts, uh, which I avoid intentionally and <laughs> because of scorpions and spiders i think though right well that's a good reason and here's the thing as a paranormal investigator on the side you, you put me in a haunted house all day long put mm -hmm. me in you know put me in uh, i don't know send me to well don't send me to rikers island but you know what i mean i mean send right. me yeah, please Probably no. not a place that's still in operation, but I mean, I'll go to these dark places. I'm no problem, but for some reason, aliens. I don't know what it is. I just, I just, I don't know. They're okay. Okay. And they know it, and that's why they're coming for me first. <laughs> no. Well, I think. I mean, there's there are people that say there are different species of aliens and it's like ah, i don't even want to look into that you know well well there are some interesting things to, to look at for instance when looking at it statistically again there are the majority of uh ufo alien sightings at least in america are in june and july really why? yeah why is that can we is it just because it's more temperate i mean seriously what would be the rationale for that that's when my parents saw that light in the sky well, I got <laughs> that narrows that narrows it right down. Was it in July, Mom? Yes, it was. Well, and also it's usually between nine and eleven p.m. Now, now, and depending on where you are, you could say, well, that's because there's less there's less competing at that time. You know, you're focused more on the open yeah. sky because. That's later in the evening. You're getting ready for bed. You're not noticing. There's less light pollution. Well, that depends on where you live. I mean, light pollution is a serious oh, yeah. issue. Now, you know, I was driving to the store the other night. And it's a quiet little street heading over there. Sure enough, I see this glowing thing going over my car. And I thought, oh, dear. And I looked out. And I it was a Chinese lantern. And I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Not, <laughs> I'm not even pulling over. <laughs> It just happened to be the Lunar New Year. Um, Happy New Year, China. Um, well, but there's but there are other strange there are other strange details. Most sightings occur on a Wednesday. I mean, to a certain point, you could say none of this means anything. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all just random data. But it is interesting to look at to see if there are any if there are any correlations there. Uh weekend sightings would typically you would think that would be more you know, I always imagine okay, more people are home on the weekend, more people are home at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, more in the west than you can in the east i don't know i mean and maybe all of that lends itself to the idea that none of this is what we really think it is but i just i just feel with all of these sightings it's like i say with ghost phenomena a spirit phenomena captured on film i think 95 percent of it is completely explained i'm interested in the other five percent that's right yeah yeah it is interesting to look into though the ufo stuff and, and i used to be afraid too i was like yeah I'm, and either that or I, I wasn't interested but then my mom and dad told me that story and i thought or my mom did and my dad uh validated her findings her story well and it does mean more when you get it from someone who is not necessarily a skeptic but you know people who oh, aren't yeah. they're not given to flights of fancy that's right very down to earth my dad especially but my mom's not into it, you know, either. So, yeah, that opened my eyes. I'm like, what? And then I did. There is one other thing. I did go to a psychic one time. And she was also a palm reader. And she looks down at my palm and she goes, what's the UFO connection? And I said, I told her what my mm-hmm. parents said. And she said, yeah, no, that's not it. And I said, okay, what is it? And she said, no, you were, you were left here. <laughs> and I went, what? Like on the doorstep. Right. And I thought, well, I would have been kicking and screaming. I did not want to go to Earth, probably. I would not have wanted to go. But it scared me. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) She said, no, you're one of them. Well, and you remember what happened to me. They said I had an alien implant. Talk about terrifying someone. Yeah. And that's right. It's like you guys are abusing this. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Any credibility. When people like that tell us things like that. It just destroys it for me. It's like, okay, I, but I did start looking into UFOs a little bit more. Yeah, I think that, you know, my father has actually mentioned that he thinks, I don't know if it's the History Channel, probably the History Channel, that they've gone off the deep end with regard to some <laughs> of the programming. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it's true. If you look at it, there is a lot of very covert kind of cia alien unexplained what's going on city of atlantis i mean there's a lot of and you wouldn't expect that on the history channel you would assume it would be world war ii and the revolutionary war and things like that exactly (laughs) yeah because it really does make it more difficult to be taken seriously when you're trying to conduct research yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i try mm -hmm. to keep like when i'm looking into any of this I don't even tell my kids because I know what they're they're going to be like. Yeah, okay, mom, don't don't believe that. They'll say, don't no, don't believe that, mom. So, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it. Let me watch my damn show. It does make me wonder, you know, when they are our age, what will they know? Yeah, what will, you know? What will be very clear at that point? Um, what will we in the future? Looking back on now, the 2020s, I guess I'd say, uh, I w- I, I'm interested in, in if I could talk to my future self, my future self saying, wait till 2025 gets there. You think you saw something. <laughs> so we'll keep you updated as uh, events warrant, whether it cur- turns out to be something explainable. You know, maybe, hey, maybe they just had some inflatable pool toys in the shed. I don't know. <laughs> 
that blinked at them. That, that blinked. blinked. Maybe it was, you know, or, or maybe it's somebody from the Andromeda galaxy. Who knows? Thanks again for joining us. And as we always say, stay safe out there.